We're always talking smack, smack, and telling lots and lots of stories. We hope you think we're funny and not really boring. It's the Nathan and Gabe Show. Nathan and Gabe Show. Nathan and Gabe Show. Live again on the Nathan and Gabe Show. 50 big ones. 50 bones, friends. We're talking Stockholm Syndrome. Yeah. And uh, it's when somebody that kidnaps you, you fall in love with them, I guess? Yeah, so you're, you're falling in love with your captor. So, uh, I, I don't know. We were talking about the origins of it. S- Stockholm, Sweden. It's got to be rough. If it's not from there, then it seems wild. Uh, who's... Who's the first guy that figured it out? It was like, all right, I'm going to kidnap somebody, mm-hmm. but then actually got them to fall in love with them. Yeah. I assume it's a him, right? For sure. There's, yeah. There's not women out there kidnapping men. Yeah. You know what I mean? Probably not. Unless the guy was a dime piece. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, Even then. Like, like who's like who's super duper handsome? Captures like a prime. Who's everybody? Brad Pitt. Everybody loves Brad Pitt. He's probably not my top pick. Yeah. But I can see it. I mean, is it Gabby Garcia that's holding him back? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I feel like he's pretty strong, and I feel like you'd have to be a you'd have to shackle him up. Maybe. Is he big? Brad Pitt? I mean, Fight Club, bro. Yeah, but I mean, you know, he's shredded, but he probably weighed like, you know. Fight Club. Dude, like 140. Brad Pitt and Fight Club's gonna beat up most women. Okay. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. That's true. For sure. So it'd have to be a, a, a hulking woman. It'd have to be like a, an RD shout out to episode 49. <laughs> yeah, it'd have to be a big robot. Maybe it's the ro- dude that just identifies as a woman. Oh, that's interesting. That might be the move. I think that'd be a harder sell. Because then the guy well, would be either. Like, <laughs> yeah, the guy would be You're like, not going to Stockholm him yeah. after that. Yeah. Probably. Because <laughs> he would be like, listen, I, <laughs> I, 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 I'm starting to develop a friendship with you, but I'm not gay. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Yeah, that'd be harder. Oh dude. man, yeah, yeah. There's probably not too many gay Stockholm syndromes. That's... Not a lot, because you would have to you have to fully be like, "That's interesting." That hot I mean, and delicious. If... <laughs> <laughs> if you can convince somebody that you kidnapped that to love you, yeah, then you might as well also flip their their gender preference. That's the that's the most gangster Stockholm syndrome, <laughs> Cockholm syndrome. <laughs> it's the most gangster move oh, of all time. Oh my god! Yeah, if you can do that, oh. I mean, you've won the game. Yeah, probably. Yeah. I, it's that's a risky that's a risky one though. Yeah, you know, if you just haven't found love and you're you're going all right, I'm just gonna r- go all in on Stockholm syndrome. You know, you read one book on psychology and now you're. You feel like he got it down. God, that's yeah, that's a wild play. There was a movie I remember on this. I think it was called, uh, it was called like uh, Pet. It was called Pet, and there was the dude uh, Dominic Monaghan was in it, and he was a uh, no he's a gentleman that played in Lord of the Rings. Then he also had like a nature show briefly. Okay, he's uh like he was on a couple podcasts. I listened to him on these podcasts, and he seemed interesting. He was like, yeah, I got this new movie coming out. It's super dark, and I was like, yeah, I'm down, you know. So <clears throat> he falls in love with this girl. Like peripherally, then kidnaps her and mm. keeps her in a cage, and it's like super fucked up, right? Mm-hmm. So it keeps her in this cage, and from the inside of the cage, this is where it's super duper dark. From the inside of the cage, she manipulates him because she's actually crazy. Oh, so she's like, ends up twisting his perception to where he's like so desperately in love with her that by the end of the movie, she gets him in the cage 
mm. and like tortures the fuck out of him. Oh, cool. Super gnarly movie. <clears throat> super dark. Uh, twisted as hell, but like, you know, it's 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 a it's a solid it's a solid hour and a half. There's somebody out there that's into that stuff. Yeah, yeah know, I'm sure that's for happened. Sure. Yeah, know? like I mean, they say you like think somebody it, got flipped. Maybe. That'd be a tough, I mean, tough it's move. Tough. But they say if you if you can picture, like, because of just how many people there are, just numbers-wise, if you can picture, like, a scenario in your head, it's likely happened. You For know? sure. I mean, sure. not, like, probably, you know, I mean, there's there's stuff that's, what, improbable or impossible. Like somebody lifting an entire house. Yeah. It's well, like, okay, sure. with a fucking, you know, with a genie. Somewhere in the universe, there might be low gravity and the, the house... That they live yeah. in yeah. is liftable. I mean, if you're a crab. Yeah. Right. Right? It's true. Yeah. Oh, that's interesting because it doesn't have to be somebody. It could be a body of... It could be an ant lifting up a fucking leaf. There you go. That's sure. it. Because it's still energy lifting energy. God. Wow. We are solving the deep problems <laughs> here on the Nathan and Gabe show. So uh, I wanted to get into it. Your your trip. You trip to, back to, to Upper Peninsula of Michigan. Homestead. Yeah. Yuppie. The UP, yeah. Yep. <laughs> they call it UP. That's what I call it, dude. <laughs> UP. Uh, yeah, the UP. Um, it was great, man. Got to see family. My kids got to see their cousins that they've never met. Oh, that's fun. Yeah, and they wow. just, we just kind of let them fish and play, and it was awesome, man. It's out there casting lines. I got a lot of fishing in. Uh, fished with some buddies. Got some smallmouth. Um, fished at my camp and got some largemouth bass. Really? A lot of bass this trip. Yeah, that's fun. Yeah, you a big bass guy. Love them. Yeah, really. Yeah, that's what I grew up fishing for. Yeah, that's nice. You get a lot of fight out of a good bass. You yeah. know. Yeah. I tried to go fishing here today in depot and I didn't get anything because I had whales messing up my dirt bags. God, the freaking whales were in like fifteen feet off of the the shore. Yeah, and... you got really cool footage because it the, the camera always perceives things as further away. Yeah. So it's like how close they look in your camera. Yeah. And then to be like, holy hell, like they were actually that close. Yeah, I mean I, I had they, they swam under my line multiple times. Yeah. Yeah, which That's is cool. Wild. Um Michigan was nice too, man. I got to finally dial in my pasty connection hey so my most of my friends that listen know at least back home now everybody knows like that was my mission was to go home and to sample a couple i had them kind of dialed into who's gonna be able to actually ship out to oregon mm. and that was a big part of it because i'm not making these i want them to be authentically made in michigan yeah so i went and talked to some people some guys that i talked to were on the phone they were like more about it and then when i got there and started throwing numbers at them they're like we don't we can't really do this okay which which is a weird problem to have when you have a business to not be able to produce enough um because then to to move into yeah that's where you kind of want to walk right you want to maximize your 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 output to correlate with the sales that are going out you don't want to have a big stock Mm-hmm. especially with a perishable food item, right? right? You don't have a bunch. And so that was that was one of the issues that some of these places had where, where they were, I guess, kind of sitting right at the happy spot where they were at. And to be able to produce even a few hundred more um, just either wasn't worth it for them or they couldn't ship them okay. or whatever. They couldn't produce them. So finally found the right person, and it was awesome, too. It's like... Small, small town of Munising, Michigan. I think the population is like 2,000 maybe. Okay. And in the summer, there's more because it's a big tourist town. Mm. That's what I always joked about being a coastie from the Midwest. Like Lake Superior, 
if I'm out on the lake and the wind is up and the waves are up, it looks no different than the waves out here yeah. in the Pacific Ocean. Yeah. Uh, but found a local producer. Uh, she's cool. We, you know, we know the name, know her. She knows my family. And really, yeah, wow. oh yeah, yeah. Dang. So it's it was really kind of easier than I thought it was going to be wow. once I she once I made the connection. Sticking out of a dumpster one day. No, <laughs> she felt sorry for me. She knew. <laughs> she knew as a kid I was a dumpster diver. Uh, no, she was very nice, and I'm happy because her pasties were the best. It was my number one pick. Uh, I went through and. I, I'm, I was super critical this time going home and trying different pasties from places because if I'm going to sell them, I, I don't want to sell a, a, a product where I know that there's better options out right. there, yeah. right? Like, Absolutely. That would suck. If you're mm-hmm. a big fan of Coca-Cola, but all you can sell is Pepsi, you're like, this fuck, you know? Yeah, right. But now, which is the best, her pasties are the best. The if you crack them open, look at them. That was the best. Yeah, I saw, saw everything. One like I'm thinking about the image that I saw, and I'm hungry. Yeah, it, it looks, it's it it's looks like great. a hefty amount of food. Yeah. So good, yeah. and yeah, I'm pumped, man. Those are what's gonna be coming out of the old food cart, and that's exciting. Yeah, so yeah. this was more. This was almost like obviously, you know, you're able to spend some time back, you know, home and enjoying like family and friends, but it was like much of a business venture oh it was a business write-off for sure (laughs) yeah it was a business for sure it sounds like you were like really hounding these different i was looking for the source of my yeah yeah my product yeah why not you know if i if i uh owned an alpaca shop down at nye beach yeah every time they go to peru to talk to their farmers that's a write-off like that's that's they're they're talking they're sourcing their their things that they sell here yeah so, oh no, when I go back to Michigan, my hometown, yeah, ugh, I'm doing a little business. You're like, God, you know what we could use is napkins. And I heard they have great ones in Brazil. That's weird. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah. They, that yeah. is kind of yeah. the cool thing about a business, right? Spend about two weeks looking for napkins down there. Yeah. I mean, with jujitsu, even I, I should do that more. You know, now my sure. kids are big enough that they're not like super babies, so we can do family things. Yeah. So, yeah, it'll be nice to for you and the family someday to go to Florida and call ahead and say, Hey, whatever, pick your coach in Florida, 10th planet, Miami and say, Hey, can I do a seminar? Hey Gabe. Yeah. Right. Gabe's hot. Gabe. It's Gabe. Yeah. Yeah. Gabe Gabe here. Hey, let's get the games together. (laughs) And which one's talking first. I don't know. We're both (laughs) excited at this point. You know, Uh, that's the benefit, man, of being able to do things that you love. Yeah. Another benefit. Yeah, you know? for sure. That, yeah, that makes sense, you know. And and putting your feet on the ground and going and doing it yourself, I like that, you know. If you That's want it good. done right, do it yourself. Right. Right? Because you're not just, just throwing some shit out there and being like, you know what, let's see what happens. I do that most of the time. That's fine. I do, you know? but when it counts, yeah, you got you to gotta do it yourself. Yeah. You know, right. I for sure want people to do all of the work that I don't want to do. I want, yeah. uh, that's, that's how business goes. Sure. Uh, the best you look at any of these like financial guru people, the, these, uh, the online social media, like go getters telling you like how to live your life to be rich and successful. They all pretty much agree, like pay people to do the shit that needs to be done that you don't want to do. Right. Because that's going to both do so many things. One. Yeah. It costs you money to pay them. But if the productivity is going to increase, mm-hmm. that allows you to do more over here. Yeah. It's going to pay for itself, and you don't have to do the shit that you don't want to do. Right. 
that's that's my argument for like not having to, now I actually have don't have lawn service anymore. Uh, I had it for a while okay. because in Oregon the the freaking grass grows like in a week rains, yeah, all yeah the time the rain, yeah. it happens right but now we've we're building a deck on the gym oh yeah that looks great which is way. pretty sweet yeah, yeah we looks... saw whales first day it was built we were how out awesome there. is yeah, that standing on the yeah. deck at the gym looking out and then psh, little whale yeah. action that was cool yeah man yeah. that's i also that's another huge benefit of living on the coast is literally we can just go to the stand up and like look and there's whales what if it was a surfer out there vaping (laughs) (laughs) that'd actually be really funny to to, to go out there with like a (laughs) vape pen and take huge huge pops off a vape pen oh my god a whale like no it's just a dirt bag with long hair (laughs) people would laugh yeah, that would be fun, dude, pretending you're a whale. People pretend they're a shark. Do you want to do that, though, where in a place there's actually sharks? No. Hell no. No, not right? at all. Because then those sharks are like, hey, there's the dumbest looking, clearly handicapped fish. <laughs> like, yeah. that's easy pickings. Yeah, yeah. Dude, no way. The shark's like, is that vape? Is <laughs> that cherry flavor? They get a taste for it. <laughs> Yeah, people dude, still vape. That's still a thing. Yeah, I I think it it kind of it got more into. Uh, we were outside the gym the other day, and Rick's took a hit off of his pen, off of his dab pen. I yeah. think that's what I see more commonly now. Yeah, that's I would assume CBD. Yeah, pen. I feel like if you if you're taking you know those big like the guys that would fill up their car with, with yeah, with, it's like that's kind of a it's it's a it's a wild look. It's a hazard to driving. If yeah, you're, if you're driving and you. And even if you blow it out the window, mm-hmm. you look, I mean, there's so much smoke that comes yeah. out. I, I can get, if you used to be like addicted to cigarettes and you do the nicotine and you like taper it off, there's sure. a physical addiction. Okay. I get vaping for that. But if you just start vaping just to vape, dude, fucking lose my number. Just because you like making cloud shapes. That's so your, stupid. Yeah. Like vape competitions. They have that? I'm sure. Yeah. Wow. They're like blowing shapes and shit. Yeah. Like doing the O's. Yeah. But then like a little like a, like a little arrow through it. Yeah. Like the mask, I think yeah. was that. I've seen I've seen I've I've tried a vape pen before because like I can't smoke weed, you know. So I remember sitting around and trying this vape pen and I remember like, first of all, it doesn't taste good. Smells good, but it doesn't taste good. Really? I don't think so. It tastes like burnt, like burning. It's like glycol and shit. It's like sugar alcohol. Sure. See, so why would you inhale it, first of all? You know, so I just put it in my mouth and try to blow smoke rings while everybody's okay. smoking weed. But it's like, I inhaling it, I cough my fucking head off. I just don't like inhaling. The, the shit burns. I don't like it. You yeah. Know, I, I guess I'm, you know, whatever, dude. I'm yeah. Kind of whatever. You know? I mean, I don't think there's anything wrong with protecting yeah. your lungs. Dude, I, and I grew up in a house where my, you know, folks were smoking heaters in the car. You know what I mean? Oh, we <laughs> talked about that. Yeah, Same. Dude, I love yeah. it. Yeah. It might be the best thing to get for kids to not smoke is for the parents to, to trap them with smoke as a kid. I hated it so bad, <laughs> yeah. dude. But now, you know, it's weird. I think I've brought this up before. The smell of a cigarette, I don't mind it. Cigarettes on somebody, don't like it. Cigarette breath, don't like it. But the smell of like burning tobacco smells kind of pleasant to me. Really? Yeah. Mm. So I know that if I started smoking cigarettes, I'd be in trouble. Yeah, you'd love it. Yeah, because I can already feel it. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm like, Give me a pack of Winston's, baby. Let's go. You oh, know? Yeah. Nice pack of Marbreds, dude. Yeah, I don't know. It's, I've never, <laughs> dude, never gotten into the smoking. This is great. I'm glad that we're on cigarettes because uh, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a sucker for cigarettes 
as far as just how funny they are. I think they're hilarious. <laughs> it's just so stupid that they used to be like medically recommended. Like, yeah. You know, nine out of ten doctors recommend a nice, cool cable crush. I think probably they have way more poisonous additives now than they used to, too. Yeah. Back like, then if it was just. Yeah, because if you're talking yep. tobacco leaf, yep. like, I think that's probably not the worst thing for you. I mean, if it's if native populations and sure. people have been smoking tobacco for a long time, mm-hmm. forever, everywhere, yeah. like, all over the world, variations of, like, a tobacco mm-hmm. leaf, right? If we're talking pluck a leaf of a, whatever off of something and dry it and smoke it... yeah. I'm not against that at all. Not at all. Not at all. I yeah. think probably our bodies either have adapted or somehow maybe adapted. Maybe it's just we found a way to because if your body does have cannabinoid receptors in right. it, and breathing it in is one way to bring those molecules and connect with your receptors. So if your body like can use that as a function. Mm-hmm. Probably you could argue our bodies aren't meant to be breathing in smoke. Right. But then why do we get high if we breathe in smoke? Why do we, right? Like, why do you get whatever if you breathe in tobacco leaf? Yeah. Well, it's like when you drink coffee. Like, I think, like, like drying drying tobacco and smoking it to get that natural high, it's probably not too dissimilar from caffeine now. Like, just, it's like a natural high. It's the way you get, you know, like, okay, I just need... I just want to feel something. It's like another version of tea, right? If we're taking tea and steeping it or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. We're just getting it into our body. It's just another way to bring it into your body. Yeah. I'm glad injecting things isn't cool. Like, I mean, it's getting pretty cool. It is. In certain spots. Yeah. But But I'm saying like a natural thing, like (laughs) maple, like tree, tree, tree syrup or something. Straight from the tree. Pull out a, yeah, big ones. Ah! God, this is nice. Dude, some hickory, some good old hickory. Oh, some nice hickory. Yeah, you had to taste it in the back of your... But I was, we were in Pacific City and uh, there was these camels there. You've seen these camels? You've been to Pacific City? We're not talking smoking anymore. We're we are. Talking. No, we yeah, are. we're still talking smoking. Okay. okay? Camels, we... the hump animal camels. Yeah. yeah. No, I haven't seen that they're just around. Yeah. Have you been to Pacific City a little bit? Uh, maybe a couple times. Not, it's not like ever. It's like, nice. You know, it's cool. Whatever. There's the nice big sand hill you got. There's a great view. Whatever. Never done that. Okay. Cool. It's a nice. Is little... that where we're we talking where the uh, the big island the big is? Rock. Yeah. That's yeah. A okay. See through part on the side. There's like, it's a, there's, yeah, there's a huge rock, but like at certain angles, there's like a little see-through part on it. Okay. It's very cool. I was curious if anybody swam out there. I'm sure they have, but it's cool, right? So you're out Pacific City, but there's these camels and you can get like a camel ride on the beach, but it's like, there's, it's funny because these camels are in like an octagon built out of like pretty rough looking pressure treated lumber. Like, and a camel's (laughs) fucking huge. Okay. Like you've seen a camel before. Yeah. It's a big animal, dude. Yeah. And... They're just in this little area, and it, they're sitting there, and I'm trying to get one over to the fence. Because nobody's manning this place, by the way. It's just like, call this number if you want to ride a camel. And I'm cool. like, you know, I asked Danny, I was like, you want to ride a camel? And she's like, not really. Right. I was like, okay, fair enough. Okay. You know, I'm not going to twist her arm. But I'm... You wanted to ride the camel, though. Yeah, dude. For sure. I mean, but the gaps in the in the, pli- in the, in the wood is like this. It's like They're like a few feet, like three feet. Okay. You could just crawl in there and look at them. Okay. Again, big animal, not messing with it. Probably will kick you or something. Or shit. bite me. Yeah. You know, like, I, like the crazy teeth. They're like, they got that weird underbite. Yeah. But I'm sitting there and I'm trying desperately to get one over to the fence. Because I want to, like, squeeze its face because it looks cool, you Yeah, know? yeah. And I'm like, hey, buddy. Yeah. Like that, you know? So then it's sitting there and it's just like chewing with that circular motion. Yep. And then it goes like this with its lips. 
like that. And I was like, oh my God, I get it. <laughs> like it makes sense. It would look so cool if it picked up its weird little paw and was like, <laughs> and blew out some smoke. I was like, dude, that's the perfect face. And I was like, you want a cigarette, buddy? And I was like, you want a cigarette? And I was trying to get him over, coaxing him with a cigarette. And uh, he literally laid down. Yeah. He was exhausted by my hilarious joke, I thought. But the camel's just like, ha, 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 just lays down on the ground. And he's like looking back at me like, will you fucking leave? Yeah. And I was like, ah, oh, damn it. I thought I had him. I thought I had uh, him with that cigarette bit. Because once he stirred, I was like, here we go. You know here for sure go. that those were made to draw in kids. Oh, yeah. Right? Like the argument... What is the argument? There, anytime, imagine being in the cigarette room mm-hmm. and they're like, "All right, hear me out." Cartoon, yeah, camel, yep, fucking got him, yeah, got him. It's Maybe like the it's coolest like, looking animal to breathe out smoke when you. I see mean, it, the only I could face. see a, a cartoon dinosaur smoking butt. Yeah, yeah, you know what? Which yeah. one would it be? Not the T Rex. Yeah, can you right. imagine he's like, Argh. he's just trying to light this. That's an anti-smoking commercial. And he's just sitting there like this. He's like, damn it. Come on. And he gets mad and kills his Tegasaurus. I feel like a Brontosaurus. Brontosaurus. Long nice. neck for yeah. the big. It would, yeah. it would look good with How's the he cigarette. That, though, with those wild Tail. feet. Tail. Tail. Tail comes around. Wow. Smart. Yep. Yep, because he could go with the little Yeah, just on the it. good. Yeah, his... You know, a yep. nice, nice, he's got some good dexterity in his tail. Yeah. Nine out of ten Brontosaurus pick Marlboro Red. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. I'd smoke cigarettes if that was the case. <laughs> I think that's the only reason that anybody starts smoking cigarettes is because it looks cool. Does it? I never thought it looked cool. But think about it, though. You got a leather jacket. It's a different time. It's the 1970s. You got a leather jacket. Your hair is kind of doing whatever the hair is doing shades maybe cigarettes were cooler in the 70s because they were made with like just tobacco leaves but still you and know you'd light but, one you'd light one over here not you know you don't have to block the wind when it's cool <laughs> okay you know when around here like around here like my folks <laughs> fucking cigarettes on the beach you doing this yeah, shit they'd right here and then they'd, then they'd get it and they'd go <sighs> fuck yeah <laughs> yeah and it's like okay guys relax not that good yeah but uh it's look it looked like there was like a sexiness to a cigarette. The nice little wispiness of the smoke. Mm. Come on now. Yeah. I, I, I mean, they I definitely would've... used sex to sell cigarettes too. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I would have banged that camel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> camel Joe. <laughs> yeah, dude. Camel Joe getting all the broads. They, never, all the they never came up with a female Camel Joe version? Uh, like a Camel Josephine? Yeah, maybe. That's what know. she would, for sure. <laughs> what does she got? Just two huge humps. Yeah, yeah. She would, of course, those humps would be voluptuous. Yeah, I'm sure. She would have four humps, and you know where they're at. Yeah. You know where they're at. Yeah, big ass camel toe. <laughs> the feet, because it's a camel. For sure. Big for old sure. moose knuckle out the for front. Sure. <laughs> I'm all. sure there'd be like some proper placement. You know, it would be like you wouldn't notice it at first. Yeah. And then you realize like, oh, she's actually she's got the cigarette. Like you know, some. Dude, they were dirty back in the day. Yeah. They're not even back in the day. Yeah. I think they still kind of do that kind of shit. I think it's a... Uh, just can't be so obvious now. It's a little... I think it's a little bit more regulated now. For example, um, I watched a movie that was a PG-13 rated movie from the 90s. That's a different ball game than it is now. Yeah. PG-13 now? Like, dude, they used to get away with stuff in PG movies. Like, you remember, like, uh, like the vacation movies? Those are rated, like, PG Vacation, like National Lampoon yeah. Vacation. Yeah, I think I think Airplane was rated 
PG thirteen. Okay. Or maybe PG. But there was like there was like nudie mags in it. And okay. Stuff. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. And I I remember trying to watch it, and I, I it, it was just it was a little bit too just too much for me. So the PG thirteen back then in mm-hmm. the nineties would be like the rated R today. Yeah, I would okay. say. Yeah, because like uh, so I watched Dirty Work with Norm Macdonald, and uh, the premise of it is him and Artie Lang, these two comedians, they're really good at getting revenge on people. They need money to pay for their father's heart transplant. So they're like, let's just do revenge for hire because we're good at this. Okay. So they go and basically just like sabotage people. Fun. There's all like, dude, there's like a lot of really wild shit in it, you know, and it's funny, you know, it's, it's a it's a fun movie and it's a good premise, but it's no way that shit would fly today. Is that good or bad that we've softened up so much? I don't know, because I grew up in a, in a fairly sheltered household. So, like, to me, a lot of people, probably you included, don't even really know what the rate, like, what the hell is PG-13. Like, on, we have we have insulation over here, and it says R-13 on it. Every time I see that, I think of PG-13. Okay. Always. Because I would look at the rating on things, and I remember what I could get away with as kids. Like, if I was a teenager, I could be like, hey, this is only PG-13. And then be like, okay, I'm going to get it, you know, whatever. But then they came out with the unrated version of stuff. Yeah. Which was nice because it wasn't rated. So I think, yeah, I'll just get this unrated one. When did they start? It was a comedy special or something that was crazy. Do you know when they started that? Because I feel like as a kid, I don't ever remember. I mean, I know they did. They definitely had PG-13. They had rated R. It's got to be in the 80s because I remember remember John Carpenter's The Thing. I think that came out in in the 1980s. And I remember that having an R rating on the back of it. And we had the VHS. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't ever remember really going into rated R movies, but I think I went to PG-13 movies before I was 13. Sick. Yeah. Yeah. Rebel, dude, you know? You're 12. (laughs) You're turning 13 in literally 13 days, and you're like... (laughs) I'm going in. You're like, let's go uh, go see what fucking Blade Runner has or whatever they have. There's no 13-year-old IDs. No. No, A school ID, though. Did you have that back then? uh, I mean, we had a school ID... In high school, at the end of it, like, like paper end, laminate. No, was it was like a, a, a card. Credit card, yeah, we a had card. credit card. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I, growing up, like middle school, we never had anything like that. Here's a beautiful thing that we used to do with the student IDs: is there was a logo. It was like the mascot for our school. If you had that printed on the back of your card, you could get into all the sports games for free, right? So we would wait till people left their shit out, and then we'd jack it if they had one, and then we would super glue it to the back of our card so you could hand it wow. over really quick. Yeah, super they wouldn't. They wouldn't check it. Nah. They wouldn't give it a good old because it was quick. You know, it was just like I got my thing. Bang, yeah. cool. See ya. Nice. Yep. All right. Wow. Hand stamp. Getting in there. Yeah, Never had to pay. The school yep. probably lost a little bit of money on that one. That's fine. I'm sure they lost like six bucks. I mean, back in my day, people would just not even, they would have like the gate mm-hmm. to go in, but all around is woods. So yeah. people people literally just go through the woods, <laughs> down the hill, and then they're there. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. There was, they did a pretty good job of like of closing off the, the football field. There was different ways in though. There must have been. Yeah. Yeah. Man. Those were Back in the day. Times. Different times, man. They were different times. Were you a big, uh, did you go to like a lot of sports that you didn't play? Um, I Football games were fun because you just hang out with the with the other troublemaking kids that just didn't play football. Yeah. You know? Did you watch the game, though? No. No. No, I didn't. You yeah. were in the back I, and screwing I, I, around. I was never like, like I would never applauded. Yeah. You know what I mean? You weren't like high-fiving the quarterback the next no. day for a great game. No. Yeah, great, yeah. great game. You yeah. Know what I mean, I'm trying to. 
and just hang out. Yeah. You know? Yeah, just trying to hang out with the, with the friends. Okay. Yeah. All right. All my friends played sports. That was a problem. I yeah. Mean, for most of them. Most of them did. Yeah. Uh, all of the ones that I pretty much hung out with, like, fairly consistently were, were like, pretty good athletes. Yeah. I was never, I would never consider myself a good athlete in school. I'd say, like, we, we had, like, a pretty, like, we had an athletic group of guys, but we just didn't, like the coaches and the team and the environment just sucked, you know? I quit football my freshman year. I didn't like it. Yeah. yeah. And it sucks. That's still one of the things that I, like, feel a, an incremental amount of guilt about. Because I'm like, man, my parents signed me up, you know, and they, like, paid for my stuff and whatnot, and I just, like, I, I just can't do it. My helmet would bang off the bridge of my nose and stuff. It was just uncomfortable, man. I was sure. tiny, tiny. And yeah. Just the workload. I remember we had to pull a tire around the dirt track. And, because uh, they didn't actually run track at our, at the field downtown, it was like crushed brick. So okay. it was just like, it was like deep and terrible and okay. it was always bad. Now I remember like ha- holding a tire around my waist and trying to drag it for like a, you know, a quarter mile around the track. And I probably weighed a hundred pounds. And I was like, dude, this is a fucking tractor tire. Wow, yeah. Like I couldn't make it around the thing and my pants were falling down and my, <laughs> the, uh, hip waders, like those pads out of the girdle. Used oh, to yeah, yeah. Those are falling out. And I'm like, dude, this sucks. Like this just sucks yeah. doing two a days for a little while. And I was like, you know what? I, uh, hang them up. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I don't Can retire. Yeah. I don't really like getting hit either. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't for me. I, I, I played one year of football freshman year and that was it. I don't think, whatever, I don't even care. I didn't care even then, you know. I, I know, like, the the cool kids or whatever played football, mm-hmm. um, but I was cool with not playing. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, I didn't care about, like, the status that football brought. I Me neither, care about. ever. Yeah. yeah. The only, I More so, I looked at sports. I mean, I kind of had to do, I kind of had to do it. I had to do some sort of sport. Yeah. Um, that was kind of, seemed like just the thing to do. Mm-hmm. Even... When I, because I, I kind of lived between two houses, even when I didn't live at a house that kind of was required to do sports, yeah. I still did them more so to not have to be at home. <laughs> I'm okay. like, if I can get away with, you know, I have a car now and, uh, and that was like pole vault, man. My, my pinnacle of my sports career was, yeah, 18 yeah. years old, pole vault, senior year out in the sunshine, like living the dream and the last hour of school I didn't have. So I would have like an hour of like hanging out in the, with just the other track girls, yeah. like watching my friends play tennis. <laughs> like you said, other track girls, like, like you, I was one of the girls. I was, I felt almost like one of the girls <laughs> because they like, all of them would go out there and lay out on the pads Yeah, and I got to hang out there too. Yeah. So it wasn't the worst place to be was laying out on the pads with a bunch of chicks yep. getting ready to fly yep. doing some pole vault. Okay, guys, watch this. 12-6. Yeah, 12-6 for all day, bro. Yeah. All day. What was your highest one? Do you remember? 13-6. Uh, 13-6. Dude, six that's wild to was, say 12-6. I was so yeah, I thought you were kidding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought you knew. Yeah. 13-6, wow. I think, was the tied for the school record. Really? Yeah. That's back in the high. day. Back in the day, yeah. Dang. So I tied it, but I didn't get my name on the board. Dude, I remember tie. looking at our school records, we had like a big like a board that was next to the gym. And there was a dude that threw the javelin in like 1950. That was like so fucking far, dude. And his name was Butch. Okay. And Butch like, is up on that board dude, forever. I mean, Butch, I, I, Butch must've been a giant human being. Yeah. Like literally like, like, you know, just always chopping wood. Yeah. Like as soon as he got home, just falling trees. Yeah. Butch must've been an animal. Cause he threw this javelin so far, dude. <laughs> It was like 
doing the math of it is like, dude, you threw that thing like, like Olympic level far. Well, yeah, I don't know. He could have went someplace with it. Yeah, watch him hold the world record too. Still, yeah, maybe, yeah. maybe it was wild. And I remember always looking at the sprints, and I was like, ah, I feel like I can run quicker than some of these guys. Yeah, you yeah. never did it though. Eh? No, no. I, I there's something about that. I feel like uh, there's a lot of performance anxiety that comes with track. I imagine that moment. It's kind of like, you know, when you get out onto the mats, like in a competition. Very much so. Where it's like, go, you know, and they bang, like there goes the gun. And it's like, you got you have to make like a good first move. Like yeah. that's wild. Even if you watch like Usain Bolt, like, like, uh, you know, the fastest man ever at this point, like he doesn't even start well sometimes. He's just so fast mm. that he can outstride people and like he can get to top speed quick. Yeah. But you watch him like out of like, bang, go. It's not like he's, like, immediately the first guy that's, like, in the lead the whole time. Yeah. Like, he'll be, like, the fourth guy back. And, and then, then it's just, like, and then just beats people like crazy. And even in that 200 meter, have you ever seen that? I'm of sure course. you have. Yeah, yeah. He lets up at the end. Like, he, like, literally like looks behind him. And you're like, dude, like. Yeah, crazy. A freak. You know, I think the secret is to winning a race. Roids. And we can, steroids helps. Yeah. <laughs> um running like the finish line is like 10 feet past where it is. Yeah. Because in your head, you're doing the calculations. Like I only need to get to here. Mm -hmm. And then, so I would imagine even if like Hussein Bolt, like yeah. he's not, he lets up at the end and that might just be because he's so good. And he's like, I'm not going to get my personal best time, but so I don't need to really but it's push. Wild that his personal best time is the world record by far. Yeah. Which is crazy. Right. But if you pretend up. like God. that, that's not the end. Mm -hmm. Then and you you it's like it's like uh, driving through when you're trying to hit a home run, yeah. right? Like don't stop when you're when you're hitting the ball. Follow right. through. Yeah. Same thing when you're running. Yeah, nobody don't, check swings a fucking home run. Yeah, try to spin through that finish line. Yeah, like the finish line is ten feet behind it. Yeah, that's what I would. Tell my daughter as she goes up to crush girls. I know, dude. It's going to be wild. Yeah, I'm excited. Kids already riding a bike without training wheels. I know. Six. Yep. Yep. Wow, dude. And we yeah. went back to Michigan, and one of my buddies had a one wheel, an XR, the big one that I that I used yeah. myself. She jumps on it. She's like, look at me, Dad. And she can barely, her weight is barely enough to even register on there. Uh-huh. Dude, she's, she showed me that she can ride the pint. Wow. So, so yeah. Wow. She's gonna be one wheeling. Yeah, she's gonna be one wheeling around. That's soon. I think that's the age to get kids into um, sports. They fall a lot. If you can get them in there when they're when whenever they hit the ground, it doesn't have catastrophic. Yeah. You know, like I remember there was this kid named. Brendan. You learn how to fall too. Yeah. That's big, dude. There was a kid named Brendan, and he would drop in at the skate park at nine. He could like surf the whole like bowl and everything, and get like air and shit. Oh. At nine years old. Yeah. Like, I remember looking at this kid and be like, dude, he's, like, tiny. Like, the board looked comically large compared to him. And he comes from a family of guys that's, like, not big. Mm. But they're all good skaters. Mm. And he would just, like, he just picked it up. He grew up with it. And it's like, man, yeah. I couldn't. I mean, I tried to go down the fucking bowl on rollerblades once and crack my skull. <laughs> oh, I was boy. like, you know what? I'm done. <laughs> yeah. And I remember there was a great, there was a cemetery right next to the skate park. And I was like, it's haunted. This place is haunted. Somebody pushed me down. I swear to God. I'm done, dude. Hanging the, hanging the skates up. Uh, yep. Now Diego's wearing them. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. yeah, that guy's a stud. But uh, that it. All right. We episode 50, you guys. Hope right, you enjoyed friends. it. Goodbye.